the harshest of operating conditions. Large-scale investment, planning, and commitment places the offshore sector in a league all on its own, where the stories of people aren't found anywhere else. From safety to operations to new technology, we look to break down this often mystified industry and shed light into the unknown. You're listening to the Oil & Gas Offshore Podcast with your host, Andy Lash. All right, everybody, we are here again with another episode of the Oil & Gas Offshore Podcast. The podcast is brought to you by Tidewater. Tidewater owns and operates the largest fleet of offshore sport vessels in the industry. With over 60 years of experience supporting offshore energy exploration, production activities worldwide. If you're interested in support for your maritime operations, you can learn more about Tidewater through their website at www.tdw.com. Today, we have Mike Scotland here with us. Mike, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing really good. How about yourself? How are you getting on? I'm doing real good. I'm here in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma over in the States. It's about... 5.30 here, and you are in Aberdeen, correct? Yeah, I'm over in Aberdeen in Scotland, United Kingdom. Awesome. Well, thank you for making the time. I know that it's late over there, but happy to have you on. It's a really interesting topic that we're going to jump into, and you have got a movement going on social media and within the community and within the offshore community with Man Up, Speak Up, where you are really trying to bring awareness to mental health, right? Yeah, that's correct. So the group's called Man Up Speak Up and it's directed for the offshore oil and gas, maritime and energy industry. And yeah, we're just trying to raise awareness within these industries on mental health, a topic which I personally feel that has been neglected for a long time now. And, you know, as part of the team, we're trying to raise awareness and break that stigma within the industries combined to, you know, it is okay not to be okay and it's good to talk absolutely and i think i'm totally there with you right and we can jump into that more but i think this is something that's becoming more and more of a topic regardless of industry some industries are hit more than others right we're going to focus on maritime and energy today but i mean this is something everybody's starting to become more aware of are you seeing that as well yeah i mean i know within our industry there is a lot of awareness that needs to be dealt with but it's the action that needs to be coming from behind it you know awareness is one thing acknowledging it but you know what do you do about it in man up speak up that's kind of where we're going so as part of the group we facilitate quite a lot of conversations with the members that we have so you know you're looking at over 750 members now spread across over 47 countries worldwide so that's our awareness and it is a private group to keep, you know, the anonymity of our members and, and the privacy of the conversations. So, you know, they feel it's the safe place for them to go into. And, you know, that's what we find important. We don't want the wrong negativity directed towards the members so they feel vulnerable and potentially push them back further. You know, we want to try and generate the positivity and, you know, get that communication going that, you know, if you have a bad day, well, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it and let's resolve it and find out if you do have a bad day again, then what can we do to get a better day next time? Yeah, absolutely. This is a fantastic topic. I think we're going to learn a lot from you today, but I guess I, I skipped over my normal points here, but let's learn a little bit about yourself. What got you to this point and 
What about Mike? Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's not normally a topic I actually like talking about as myself. So You did put on, I think it was LinkedIn, you were on a radio show over there in Aberdeen just last week, right? Yeah, so I was on the radio show last Friday, I think it was. So, you know, who am I? Just a normal guy. You know, my background's all health, fitness and football and, you know, working with younger children. I had a spell in the, the military, in the army came out and then kind of dived straight into the oil and gas industry. So I started the lower end of the spectrum as your entry level into the industry as a green hand roustabout, which is basically just performing, you know, routine jobs within the industry and kind of like a helper (laughs) as such. And from there, I've been in the industry coming up seven years now. And I've been a, a guest speaker on the Offshore Safety Awards, which was you know, a, a pretty incredible achievement for myself. And, you know, I'm obviously now founder of the, the Man Up Speak Up movement towards mental health and the other movement, which is the community cleanup project to get everybody in the community, you know, picking up the litter and, you know, trying to save the world on the dry land as well. So yeah, that's pretty much the, the rundown and summary of me as quick as I can. <laughs> no, that's great. And I was referencing the, um, the radio show you just did because thanks to your post on just you know in social media and wonders of the internet much like we're talking today i was able to listen live oh wow last week why yeah it was cool i was at disney world with my family and i got to dial in right into the website and listen to you and and yeah just like you said you have a very interesting background whether you like to talk about it or not but (laughs) it's really cool to see what kind of got you here and i guess let's maybe dive in a little bit more to exactly the mental health topic directly i mean you know i mean i don't want to get super detailed on stuff you know dive into personal stuff but something's got to be driving you to be such an advocate to speak up for people i mean you've got to be seeing an issue within the industry i'm sure that's affecting you i know it's affected me i don't work offshore but i do travel a ton i'm away from my family and i know how some of those things can you know, affect people in in our industry, right? Yeah. So I think, you know, the industry itself, being away from your family is one thing, but I I guess a lot of it's being outside your comfort zone as well. And then being in isolation. So from my own personal perspective with oil and gas industry, you know, you go onto a rig, an offshore installation, you're in the middle of the sea and you do your 12 hour shift or however long it is, you finish your shift and you know, the, the big question is, well, what do you do after? You know, you have 12 hours to yourself. And sometimes you, you could be in your room in the darkness alone for, you know, let's say 10 hours. And if you don't have any output or anything to kind of keep your mind occupied, you know, you could be left consumed within your own thoughts. Now, for some people, you know, their thoughts are fine. And there's no negativity there. There's no buildup of negativity. You know, that's good. But for those that do struggle and do find things challenging and are kind of struck by their own mental demons and battles in their head, that 10 hours, 10 hours can feel a lot longer. And, you know, it can really pull you down, you know, to some depths that you might have not been at before. And when you do hit those depths, it's, you know, what do you do? You know, what do you do to get through them? Because after those 10 hours, you have another 12-hour shift and then you get faced with the same challenges again the next day and the day after that and the day after that. And, you know, if it's a 21-day trip, then that's a lot of 10-hour days, you know, and it can be toxic. Absolutely. Do you think that's something, 
as just a major detail that you weren't really aware of going into this new career in maritime, in oil and gas and energy? Yeah, I mean, when I was in the, done my army training, I had to go away for, you know, a lengthy period of time. But, you know, it was totally different. You know, being in the middle of the sea, there's kind of no escape. You can't just, you know, go outside, open the door and go for a walk. It doesn't really work like that. You know, yeah. I like wearing shorts and t-shirt pretty much every day at home. So I like the feeling the the wind on my skin and the freshness in the air. But the second you go outside the installation, you're geared up with your personal protective equipment, your coveralls, your hard hat, your gloves, your glasses. So it's not a real sense of, you know, true life, you know, so whether you're working or not, you know, you're living in a bubble. You know, and sometimes that bubble to some people is a cell and it's something that's hard to explain unless you experience it, you know? Yeah. Is this something that is kind of driving you away from the maritime industry at all? Or is this something that, you know, you enjoy the industry and you just see areas that could be so much better and make it an even better career path for somebody. Yeah, I mean, it's actually quite funny you mention that because I've been going through my own mental health challenges, I call them. I don't call them problems, I call them challenges because you can get over challenges. But, you know, what kind of drove me to, you know, where I am today is I found myself in a position quite a few months back now as to, you know, do I stay in the industry and, you know, do I moan about it? Or do I stay in in the industry and do I change it? So, you know, I don't really like moaning. I like taking things head on. So, you know, if you don't agree with something, you have to change it, you know, and I kind of took it upon myself to think, well, let's change it. Let's start up a group for mental health within the industry, get as many people involved as they can and start creating this movement, which has kind of taken off, you know, and it's powerful and it's really powerful. And it's quite surprising that how many people have gotten involved in such a short space of time. And for me, that's a direct relation to how much it's been needed, you know. And it's incredible. The conversations that go on within the people within the industry, it's quite mind-blowing, to be honest. And it's overwhelming how far a lot of these members have came on in such a short space of time. Yeah. The momentum that you've got right now is really awesome to see. And, and I totally agree that momentum has to come from a great need, right? There's got to be people that need help, that need an outlet and, you know, need a sounding board for their challenges, right? Like their, you know, and their work that they're doing internally and in with their, you know, mental health, right? So has this given you a renewed look on the maritime industry and the work that you're doing today? I mean, has this, you know, extended your career path a little bit do you think uh, career path i always believe i'm on a journey i mean the industry's thrown me some pretty heavy curveballs <laughs> which has kind of tested me yeah it's tested me as an individual it's tested my family it's tested the roof over my head but like a hurricane if you can survive it it makes you stronger and more wiser for the next one so i feel that i'm weathered now <laughs> you know i can see the light the industry itself it's going through a, quite a large transition. So a lot of the more experienced generation, I would say, we're going through this transition of the, the younger generation and the, the newer generation coming through. And, you know, to make a change is now. You know, this is the prime opportunity to hit it. When these new people come into the industry, you give them the best support they can possibly get. You prevent any of the bad habits. 
and you start building on the positive energy. You know, we're talking about energy here. You know, we're, we're in the energy industry, the offshore, the oil and gas, the maritime, it's all energy. So why not call it positivity energy? You know, focus on that, recycle the negative energy and convert it into positive energy. You know, in the industry, you know, it will have its scars, you know, but I would like to think these cuts have now started to heal. And, you know, with this movement, I do believe it's going to change drastically, especially within 2020 in this decade. I think if you look back in 2030 to now, I think you, you look up upon this industry and you say, wow, you know, well done this industry for doing what they're doing. You know, I truly believe, I really awesome. do believe that. And I'm going to make sure it happens. Yeah, I see that very clearly. I mean, like I said before, you've got great momentum and that's going in the right direction. So I guess let's jump into a little bit of just kind of, you know, how the group works and how this helps the members deal with the challenges that they're dealing with. Is it just communication within Facebook and kind of peer communication going through that? How does that work? Okay, so for instance, it's, I mean, the private group itself is generated through the Facebook group. So Man Up Speak Up is a private run group. However, we do have, for instance, if you were to go on LinkedIn and follow the the Man Up Speak Up hashtag, you will kind of see all the people that follow Man Up Speak Up, but maybe don't have Facebook. However, they're still able to resonate from the positivity generated from any post to do with the group. The group itself, so for instance, if you were to try and join a group, you've got a series of questions that you have to answer prior to getting into the group. And if you answer accordingly, you will then be part of the group, you'll be accepted, and either myself or one of my amazing admin team will reach out and contact them directly. And every single message is personal. It's not, you know, a quick fire copy paste, you're the same as everyone message. You know, every single member is getting treated as an individual, which we find extremely important. And one thing we do pride ourselves in as a group. So you get into the group. As soon as you do, you see all the posts that, you know, either the admin team or some of the members have put up and you can kind of jump into them. Any post that does get put up by an individual does go straight into a pending area because we want to make sure that the, the right things are getting said in the right form because, you know, some people might want to get a message across, yeah. but really not know how to put it across in the right mannerism, which can then resonate negativity, then a lack of understanding. And then straight away, you've got somebody who didn't mean to say something in an uncomfortable position. So we try and do a bit of training and mentorship through that. The members who are struggling or do find themselves in a position where they do find challenged with their own mental health you know, situation, myself and the admin team will contact them directly. We do a lot of conversations behind the scenes. So they feel secure, they feel safe, they feel that anything is said is between us in confidence and never gets shared. So, you know, we do tackle it from that personal one-to-one sort of, you know, in-depth conversation side. So they, they do have that personal and engaging and relatable connection between the group and the positivity, you know, kind of generated through it. So it's pretty amazing. And the majority of the discussions are really between, like you said, your admin team and the members themselves. But but I think I heard you actually have like a true, you know, mental health professional, like kind of in the group as well. Some of these topics, let's be real honest. I mean, they can be very heavy. I mean, mental health, I know 
just myself growing up, my dad struggled with mental health issues and that's not always pretty and that's not always very easy to deal with. So are you prepared to deal with some of the real heavy issues that can come up through these discussions? Yeah, I mean, you're perfectly right there. What you've said is, yeah, probably heavy, very heavy is the best sort of phrase I would use. And it is challenging. I mean, in terms of the prep that we've got is we're we're just normal people. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're normal people. Myself and the admin team, we are not professional mental health, you know, qualified people. We're not, but we've all got our own story and collectively the experience that we bring is very diverse amongst themselves. If you think of, say, for instance, I know from myself growing up as a kid in my neighborhood, if somebody had a problem, they went to their neighbor, you know, and they just spoke to their neighbor. They didn't go to the doctors. They didn't go to a private counselor. They didn't do any of that because it was all in the preventative stage. And yeah, but yeah in terms of the Let's say that with the extreme stages, we do have points of contact that we are able to dive into for our own personal one-to-one help to either deal with them, to support them. But we do have a array of mental health counselors that we can feed the members onto. So we're very, very fortunate enough to have Avenue, which are pretty much an incredible counseling organization run in Scotland which have some of the best counsellors in the whole of the UK. We're supported by Mental Health Aberdeen, which is a charitable organisation um, who are, have kindly put themselves forward to support Man Up Speak Up as, as a group and ourselves as admin, which is, you know, in itself is pretty incredible to have that sort of status for a group and to have these sort of, you know, high governing people on site for us. So, yeah, the bigger challenges. We have the tools to acknowledge it, but we also have the sense to know when, you know, it is too much to handle that, you know, we do have people there to pass on to, as well as people in the group itself that can kind of spot potential signs, trends, something doesn't look right, they can flag it, you know, talk to ourselves and then we can, you know, kind of deal with things from there onwards. So, you know, there's a lot more to it than meets the untrained eye as such, you know, but for us, it is just the safe space for them in in that supportive sort of positivity, you know, that kind of resonates through the group itself. So it's diverse and it's uh, incredible, if I do say so myself. (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, it sounds like, again, you know, I've already said it, but you've got a lot of momentum. It's all very well supported. It sounds like you have all the items in place. You know, whether it's the heavy lifting of, of the really extreme issues or just having a group, having fun discussion, having something to get your mind off of that, you know, dark cell. If that's how you're going to look at it, you know, offshore or wherever you're working, right? Like as this grows, right? I mean, is this something you, you think you've got it set up to be scalable? I mean, your admin team and everybody's ready. I mean, you know, you're growing pretty quick. You're going to you could really take off. And are you worried about that at all? No, not at all. Prediction was there at the beginning. So, you know, the milestones that have been reached have been foreseen. I mean, in terms of the speed, because like you said, the momentum, the momentum is there and the momentum's been getting driven. It's not a coasting, you know, it's not like a roller coaster, the cart's there and it's been let off its tracks. We have built an extremely solid foundation, which has had a crazy amount of man hours put into. You know, we're not trying to run before we can walk. We have had multiple opportunities and offers to kind of do things which 
we'd be in the limelight and grow even faster. But we've, as a group collectively, you know, we've kind of stepped back from that. The group's about the members and the group will remain about the members and it will remain to, you know, kind of drive the the support towards the members in their journey. Because as a group, we are, you know, collectively one family. But as it grows, we will expand. We now have a group running called Community Cleanup, which is, that's today, about 15 minutes ago, actually. We've hit over 800 members in less than a week. So, and that's already in 37 countries worldwide. Now that's speed. 800 in a week's pretty, pretty crazy. And we're at 763 members in just over three months now. So, you know, we're kind of equipped for growth now, you know, because we have foreseen it to happen. That's why we've we've tried to do things accordingly and do it professionally. We're not just a Facebook group. What we are is in terms of like LinkedIn, LinkedIn is obviously the business professional side. But for what we see is Facebook is the take your coveralls off, put your normal clothes on and chill out and relax and let's have a conversation. You know, we're kind of trying to remove that sort of, yeah, professional persona that can be so false a lot of the time you know the whole politically correct conversations let's remove that and let's just chill out have a chat say what you want if it's negative let's convert it but you know feel free to be negative so yeah in terms of growth we are growing we will continue to grow and we will continue to be all over the world that's the objective I mean, if you can tell me a reason why Man Up Speak Up shouldn't be an offshore installation or an oil and gas workplace, I'm very, very open to any single individual who wants to question that, you know, because you're not going to have an arguing point there. It's not going to happen. So, you know, and there's a lot more companies getting on board now because they can see what we're doing. They probably don't really understand how we're doing it, but we're doing it. So why not just get us involved and we'll do it for you, (laughs) you know? Yeah, no, that's great. To the listeners that you know are listening to this this right now, should they be joining maybe before they think they have you know mental health challenges themselves, or is this something that they should be getting in today if they're in the industry? Get in there. Yeah, you're totally right. So let's look at social media. People sometimes think social media can be negative, and what I say is, okay, if social media is negative, why is it negative, and who are you following? Because it all comes down to the the individual. Now, man up, speak up. If you are in the oil and gas, offshore, maritime or energy industry, if you join the group, you're going to have consistent positivity and you're going to feel good. You know, the members are coming forward with their stories and it's something relatable. We're all in the industry, so we all understand it. So straight away, you've got that conversation starter right up front, you know. And so anyone that is in this industry, Go on to the Man Up Speak Up group on Facebook, or alternatively, you can follow the hashtag Man Up Speak Up on LinkedIn, which does generate a lot of following. You know, we're kind of weekly trending in four or five different hashtags now, which is consistent every week. And, you know, you're going to get involved with the community cleanup as well, which, you know, that's spreading around the world as well. So you're kind of getting a bit of injection and positivity from two different sides now. And for me, it's a no-brainer. I'm not trying to be biased. <laughs> you know, obviously, I'm going to say, oh, it's amazing, join. You don't really have to join if you don't want to. Let's be perfectly honest. But if you do, it's going to benefit yourself. You may find that you might 
catch up with somebody that you didn't even know had a, a challenge or were going through something and they might be the best help and the best conversation that that person's had all year all day and you know it's just full of positivity you know i don't know a reason not to join obviously if you're not in the industry then you know there is other groups out there we are not for all industries we are specified in what we do because we understand it and it's all relatable so yeah get involved. <laughs> That's awesome. That's outstanding. What are the next steps? What's on the horizon for ManUp? So ManUp Speak Up, the objectives for this year is to gain the recognition, the appreciation, and obviously awareness with the challenges that are lying within the industry. And what's ManUp Speak Up doing? We are going to be getting more and more and more involved with companies that are out there that are maybe trying something that just isn't working. You know, in our group's completely free. You know, industries are trying to spend too much, but they're trying to almost engineer out challenges that cannot be engineered out. And Man Up Speak Up will be there to have that conversation and make it happen. You know, by the end of the year, we're going to be all over. A lot of companies are going to be in a position where why are they not involved with us? Why are they not having Man Up Speak Up in their workplace? So it's going to be a very, very busy, busy 2020. And, you know, it's going to continue to grow throughout this decade and it will happen. Awesome. You're driven. That's for sure. I think anybody listening to this can hear that. You've got a drive and you've already had great success and I don't see why that would, would slow down. So kudos to you on that. It's awesome. No, I really appreciate that. Thank you. That means, that means a great deal. Thank you. Yeah. We've touched on some of them, but maybe just as a direct question, what are some of the common myths or misunderstandings that you've had to combat with so far with getting Man Up Speak Up off the ground? Yeah, so the name Man Up Speak Up, 25% of our members are females. So that's one thing. We're trying to battle the, the actual phrase as well. So you've got mental health, everything attached to mental health is one thing, but to even get people sometimes involved with a the group, they feel that they cannot join because they're not a male. Now the phrase Man Up, Funnily enough, it actually started over in the States, you know, many years ago. And it was, you know, just, just man up, just get on with it. But, you know, we feel that we want to get rid of that negativity associated with man up. We want to say, you know what, man up, let's talk about it. You know, let's speak up. So that's one of the challenges that has been kind of, let's say, underlying with some people that they maybe want to join, but they're just trying to create their own excuses not to. So that's one of the things that we find sometimes challenging. The other thing within the industry itself is the general conversations. So actually in the workplace during the breaks, you know, it's all let's talk about this and let's talk about that. And you can't say this, which we're trying to get the conversations changed. You know, a lot of fathers are in the industry. So why not? Let's talk about our children. Let's talk about what pram you chose. You know, let's talk about the school run. Let's talk about playing in puddles with your child you know because that doesn't get discussed half as much as it should and you know you're creating life you should be proud of it let's talk about that you know let's talk about normal stuff let's talk about everyday stuff so that's another challenge in itself which we are slowly starting to kind of break through that sort of stigma about men are just men no we're, we're versatile people as well you know there's a lot more to us and so that's the, probably the two main things the stigma within the man up sort of phrase and the generalized conversations that do take place within the workplace. We're trying to obviously construct a change there to make it more open conversations, to allow people to feel comfortable 
about maybe choosing a different topic, which doesn't normally get spoken about the same way. It's just keeping that relaxed and open approach. So yeah, that's the two biggies. Yeah, no, I can understand those very well. Yeah, man up is, I went through it when I saw it. The first time I saw it, I'm like, man, up. <laughs> I'm in the States, just like you said, we started over here and that means the complete opposite, right? That means get over it, quit whining, quit crying, just tough it out, you know? So but good. Then the explanation helps, you know, I think it's really positive to hear and certainly something to all of us to hear more often for sure it's strange because what we're finding within the group and i'm starting to hear more just talking to other people that have even seen the group is the man up phrase is getting used in a positive light now it may just be coincidental but i don't believe it is a coincidence i I do believe it does resonate from the group and it's driving you know people do say ah just man up about it just let's just have a conversation because i think man up the phrase the way it was previously used it's almost to mask pain, you know, just man up. You know, it's just to mask the situation in front of you where we're trying to say, no, let's man up. Let's acknowledge the pain. Let's acknowledge the challenge and let's learn how to deal with it and break through it. Let's not man up and get over it. Let's man up and deal with it, you know? So yeah, it's a very, very positive spin in it and it's getting there, you know, it's getting there. (laughs) Yeah, anything that you want, you know, the public or the you know, mainly the, the listeners, right? What are some signs? What are some things that they should be looking for in their day-to-day lives that say, you know, maybe I do need to speak up more than I am, you know? Yeah, okay. So sometimes that's probably the most challenging thing, you know, because there's not really one glove fits all technique. You know, I can only talk on my own behalf. You know, you can read books and, you know, you can look into psychology things and everything, which you know, if you can understand what you're reading, it's fine. But, you know, sometimes, for instance, I self-reflect on, you know, maybe I've had a really good day, but then I need to kind of dive back into it just to figure out why I may feel down later on in the day, you know, and it's actually very challenging to do. But what can people do? Just start talking openly. I think the second you become honest, truly, truly honest, that's when you can start getting back intact with your own feelings. You know, if you don't like something, well, just be honest about it. Say you don't like it. Because then if you do that, then you can start questioning, well, why do I not like it? But the second you just lie, then you'll never face any challenge. You know, so for me, I always think be honest, be true to yourself. And a lot of the time your answers will be right in front of your face but it all has to be down to you and just being true and honest to yourself. And people can see that, you know, if you try and hide all the time, you can't expect anyone to see that you're going through any problems or challenges. It's impossible. You then become a professional actor at hiding stuff. But if you just stay, remain grounded, and if you're hurting, be hurt, because you will get better. But if you try and pretend you're not hurt, all you're going to do is, you know, you're just going to mask that pain and it's going to stay there. So yeah, just be open, honest, be true to yourself and, you know, just engage with how you're feeling, you know, that's the biggest one. So like I said, there's no glove, one size fits all, you you know, just be open, honest and have the conversation. Outstanding. Outstanding. Mike, we've covered a lot. We've touched on a lot of different things, learned a lot about band up, speak up and the, the momentum you guys have got going right now. Is there anything else that we haven't touched on that you'd like to get out? Or? Yeah. One of the biggest things is just the members themselves, 
you know, there's a lot of the members that I've joined that did have a lot of challenges in some of the journeys that they've been on through the group. It's, you know, when people say, what's some of the biggest honors that you've ever achieved in life? It's being just part of some of their journeys is absolutely incredible. And another thing is the team behind the scenes. These guys, they don't do it for money. You know, they, they do it because they all have a drive and passion and the communication that goes on behind the scenes, it, it would blow your mind. These guys are committed to every single member in the group. And it's, again, a bit emotional thinking about it. It's, it's really, really overwhelming, the commitment that the team have. You know, they're my family. You know, they're my actual family. You know, people say you can't choose family. I totally disagree with that. You know, the guys behind the scenes are absolutely amazing, each and every one of them. And, you know, I love all the members as well. You know, we're just one one big family. And I can't thank everybody enough. Anybody that joins and grows, you know, if the group's there for that, you know, they're making me happy. So I thank everybody for that. Everybody's helping me and everybody's making me happy. So thank you to every single person that joins the group and all the work that goes on behind the scenes. Fantastic. Mike, I thank you for your time. I thank you for coming out and sharing this with us and our listeners. And again, everybody, this is the Offshore Oil and Gas podcast where we're making waves in the oil and gas industry. If you like the show, well, we would welcome any comments and reviews. Leave us, you know, whatever you feel. Give us an open, honest opinion. Go out and speak up about it <laughs> like we've talked about today. It's the only way I'm going to get better with this show. And we will see you on the next one. Thank you. Hey, everybody. Alex here with the events on deck for February. We do not have any OGGN happy hours in February, but we do have an exciting event coming up in Pittsburgh. This will be our first happy hour there in March, and it will be taking place on March 25th. The location is to be determined, so be sure to follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Twitter to keep up with uh, those announcements and to purchase tickets. The Houston API Luncheon will be on February 11th. This will be a networking event with top oil and gas business leaders. And they promise that you'll be learning something really cool. So check it out and sign up for that event. The Wildcatters Ball will be on February 7th in Houston. This ball is the primary oil and natural gas industry fundraising event for the IPAA Educational Foundation. Proceeds go toward funding the foundation's energy education programs. The API Energy Houston Three Gun Chapter will be on March 20th in Houston. This event fills up really quickly, so make sure to get your team entered. The best way to do so is to fax or email the form with at least a captain's name as soon as possible. If you need to wait for a check, just notate that on the bottom of the form and send it on. We will be sending Mark LaCour and Patrick Pister to Scotland, to Aberdeen, Scotland, on March 5th for DokaruCon, which is the first event of its kind. It is a conference for creating high impact sales in energy. And Mark and Patrick will be hosting a panel and recording a live podcast. If you're interested in attending this event, visit dokarucon.dokaru.com. And that is D-O-Q-A-R-U-C-O-N. That's all for this month. Thanks for tuning in and be sure to check again next month for more updates on OGGN events. Tune in next week for another episode of the Oil & Gas Offshore Podcast, a production of the Oil & Gas Global Network. Learn more at oilandgasoffshore.com.